Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Now, tonight's Casamigos Big Shot, I had a few guys to choose from. But listen, this is why I went this way. It's Isaiah Hartenstein. I know Julius Randle was out there. He dropped 27. I know Jalen Brunson led all scores with 29. I know IQ off the bench had 20. But Jericho Sims went down. And let me see. Jericho Sims only played... Three minutes and 28 seconds. So Hartenstein ends up coming in and playing 38 minutes and 51 seconds. And you already know Mitchell Robinson is hurt. So I think the center position playing the five is, is you know, for the Knicks is, is a position of strength and depth, right? You've got three tall buildings that play that position. Well, now... You're down to just Isaiah Hartenstein. Now you're just down to one guy. I'm sure they'll figure it out. I'm sure they'll call somebody up, make some moves or whatever. But tonight was a big game for him. He had his career-high rebounds. He had 17 boards, seven of them on the offensive side. Had another two blocks, two assists, two steals, and nine points. Isaiah Hartenstein, man, the, the Knicks are going to need you right now during this stretch. They're about to play the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets need a win. So I went with Isaiah Hartenstein, my Casamigos big night, big shot of the night because he had a big night, and he's going to have to have a big couple weeks here if, if Jericho Sims is down with a sprained ankle. Let me see if anything else came out. Um from that earlier. I don't think I don't know. I don't know. Maybe in the post game. Let me get the post game on here. They'll tell us how bad of a sprain it is. Either way, even ankle sprain, no matter how bad it is, he had to leave the game and didn't return. And there's a chance that he's gonna not be able to play in the next game coming up. So it's on you, Hart, Hartenstein. The next game is tomorrow, Wednesday. And the Knicks will have off tonight. The Nets will have off. 
as they travel back from Utah. And then we've got the Battle of the Burrows. You guys care about that? Is there any juice <laughs> with the Knicks and the Nets matchup? I feel like there isn't any anymore. Without KD, who went out of his way to make it known how much he did not and never was going to be a Nick. Without Kyrie over there, without that local feeling, that local feel with him being a local guy. Uh, and that streak that existed. I think the Nets had won like 10 in a row. And that streak doesn't exist anymore. I think the Knicks might have gotten the best. I got to go look. But is there any juice to Knicks Nets? We're walking into that. I don't think so. I think you guys will talk. Tommy Cutlets and uh, Zach Wilson. Wednesday, all day Wednesday. Like that game isn't even going on. But yeah, the the Knicks win. The Nets lose. And let's look at the standings. I believe now the Knicks have 15 wins. Yeah, the Knicks improve to 15 and 11 on the season. That puts the Knicks in the five spot, right above the Cleveland Cavaliers, who are without uh, Garland and without, I forget, I'm, I'm blanking on dude's name now. Why am I blanking on this dude's name? Evan Mobley. Um, so at 15 and 11, the Knicks are in the five spot and the Nets are in the nine spot at 13 and 13. Is that accurate? They NBA.com has the Knicks at 14 and 11. I think they might not have updated the standings here. But, yeah, man, I'm begging you guys to uh, call up and talk basketball. I'm begging you guys to get off of the whole uh, playoffs. That's done. Get off the whole Tommy DeVito Zach Wilson, how many times can we have the same conversations over and over again? Castro out in Queens on the fan. What's up, man? You got it. Hey, my man, I just want to say, the Knicks right now, they embody everything New York is. These guys, they're scrappy. They remind me like the 1990 Knicks. Every night, they give us everything. May not be the most talented thing in New York. They grind it out. What do you think about that? I, I can't disagree. I think that, you know, there obviously are nights where they're lacking or you're wanting more from certain guys or wishing they had certain players. But overall, as a team and as a unit, the guys that they roll out there with, I don't even know how I forgot Taj Gibson was uh, on the team now. So Hartenstein, he won't be completely alone. You know, Taj Gibson will be able to spell him here and there, I believe. Uh, but, yeah, I'm right there with you that, like, as a New York team, they just went out to L.A., L.A. just won the in-season cup, the NBA cup in-season tournament. They're raising that goofy-ass banner. They're giving out free shirts about being champions. And the Knicks are like, to hell with all that. <laughs> Quiet all that all right. down. All right. And hey, Brunson doesn't get enough respect, man. This dude's a star, man. Is, man, did you see that? I know you had to. You, you saw the video of him with his dad when he was a kid working out, right? And I, when we got him, I didn't think he was all that. Nobody oh, really did. Nick. Even even J.J. Redick, who played with him in Dallas, was just on the podcast saying, I didn't know you had this in, in you. I, I was with you in practice. I was with you every day. I watched your game. I thought you were a good player, but didn't know that he was able to lead like this. KD just said that he's on a Hall of Fame trajectory, that the Knicks, this is his oh, franchise. That, but as far as like my old school Knicks, it starts, like this guy is, has the heart that starts having the more talent. He's bigger than some of the guys we used to look up to. So he's bigger than Anthony Mason was. He said, Oakley was. This kid's the real deal. Real enough respect. This kid is the real deal. Yeah. Put another guy in front of him. We need a number one, and, and we're ready to go. Ready to go. 
Good call, Castro. Like I said, I'm begging you guys to call in and talk Knicks. It's time. It's time. They got a winning record. They have a cohesive unit. Yes, some injuries, but all teams are going to go through their injuries, and you got to figure it out. And in the East, like I just said, with the Cavaliers missing two of their starters, I, I know that I know what where we're going to get to. It's going to be, oh, well, they don't have enough star power to contend with the top of the East, the Boston Celtics, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Philadelphia 76ers. Maybe, maybe not. It's still a team game. Uh, they could still make moves before the trade deadline, get somebody, but I think they kind of like their unit. I think I think Tibbs likes his guys, uh, and they have a good amount of reps together, experience together, chemistry together. Chemistry is a word they use a lot in basketball. I know the Knicks are 5-5 five and five in their last 10, but they're, they have a winning record. They're right now a top-five team in the East, and that's where you expect them to be, right? You expect them not to have too much of a drop-off from last year to be a playoff team again host some playoff games, and we'll see how it shakes out. Those top teams are going to have injuries, too. Those top teams aren't going to stay healthy, too. 877-337-6666. If you want to talk Knicks or talk Nets, we certainly can do that. But there's still more calls to take on the NFL. Josh is in the Bronx. What's up, Josh? Keith, how you doing? Anyway, I want to talk NBA before I get to my NFL point. Listen, you got the 10 day contracts coming up and you still have the trade deadline mm-hmm. and you have the the D League you know just giving you options on the NBA how the Knicks if they need the extra centers or whatever you know how it goes in the league and you got all that sports down and everything and number two getting to the NFL you know the most fraud has to come from the schedule makers how can yeah. the Giants the last two out of the three weeks Two years in a row, be playing Philadelphia. You mean to tell me you make can't any sense. put them in the middle or in the beginning? No, and they have a they have a bus yeah. ride to each other. They they're up up and down the turnpike to get right, to each other. Right. Thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to throw that in for you. Thank you, Keith. Yeah, and I mean after the Eagles absolutely smoked the Giants in the playoffs last year, I mean. Why would you set, I don't know, let's see, Eagles versus Giants all-time record. I mean, I feel like in recent history, it has not gone the Eagle or the, the Giants way at all. Uh, so what makes you believe that, I mean, even though the Eagles are on a three-game lo- losing streak, you just know, right, it's a division game back at home in front of their crowd. They know that if they win and they beat the Giants twice, and then who else do they have mixed in? They 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 can they can win the division. Like, and I I don't know whether they necessarily want that or not. Uh, depending on the wild card, but of course you do. They want to win the division. They have the Cardinals in between the Giants, so they know. Okay, we just lost three games in a row, but we have three very winnable games coming up. We'll see what happens. I saw Lane Johnson went down. They're a little nicked up, banged up, but I just I just know, man. It's a Monday game on Christmas, home cooking. These guys, uh, they'll be ready to go against the Giants. And then, of course, the Cardinals. They get back-to-back home games. And then they the last game they come up to MetLife, like I said, it's not that far of a drive. I think the Eagles went out here, and they win the NFC East. And that's all they have to do to win the NFC East, no matter what the Dallas Cowboys do. 
because their strength of schedule and the wins that they got against the Buffalo Bills, the Kansas City Chiefs, those wins help. When they were talking about, oh, the Cowboys haven't beat anybody, they still really haven't beat. The only team that they beat that's above 500 is the Eagles. Seahawks are 500. Rams are 500. You know, the Cowboys beat up. They lost to the Cardinals, bro. They lost to Josh Dobbs and the Cardinals on the road in the beginning of the year. And that's what I was telling you. <laughs> I'm like, yo, uh, I get it, right? The first two games, as a Dallas fan, on the radio here in New York, they play the Giants, they play the Jets, they whoop on them, you lean into that. But then I knew that the fraud alert was going off again this year. When they fell into the trap against the Cardinals and Josh Dobbs and James Conner, and, you know, they always have one of those losses and they look like they're in line to go 12-5 and five for the third year in a row and also have the 49ers knock them out for the third year in a row. Anyway, did you guys watch that Monday night football game? Did you bet on that Monday night football game? Let's go to Phil in Manhattan next up on the fan. What's up, Phil? Uh, Drew Locke's uh, touchdown pass to Jackson Smith Nigby. That to me, that was one of the greatest single passes I've ever seen ever. Yeah, I just, I still can't get over it. How great it was! I mean, this is a guy that's on the bench. Not to correct you, but it's Jackson Smith and Jeba. Now, you probably don't know how to, you know, say that unless you've watched the guy's career. He's a rookie. Um, Drew Locke is a guy that was benched. Drew Locke was a guy that nobody's thinking about. And this is the year of the backup quarterback. He steps in and he gets the job done. Yes. And unfortunately, the New York Giants and the New York Jets have nobody that even come close to that which is another reason why I called because watching, watching the superlative kind of performance being, being shown by uh, Locke just reinforced how utterly mediocre yep. the Giant quarterbacks are. No excuses for them, Jets or Giants. No excuses for you to not have better quarterback play, have better guys in the building, backup plans, plan A, B, C, D. I don't know. Well, I, that's why I called. I, I I wanted to share these uh, my thoughts and feelings about what yeah, I saw. Yeah, clutch game on the line. This guy drops back, puts the ball on the money right where the guy can catch it. He gets his feet in, done against the Philadelphia Eagles that went to the Super Bowl last year. Thanks for the call, Phil. Yeah, man, I was on the first night. I was the first one to talk on WFAN when Aaron Rodgers went down, and my plea that night was to go get a quarterback. Do not waste back-to-back years. These NFL seasons and games are precious to all of us, to the guys that are out there putting their brains and their bones and their bodies on the line, to the fans that buy season tickets and drive out to the stadium and spend all day at home preparing for the game, watching the game, feeling the effects of the game, win or loss. These guys put all of their eggs in a 40-year-old Aaron Rodgers basket. Didn't take insurance out on the guy like the Packers have done in the past. They were so locked in. They were so sure that this was the year. Aaron Rodgers is going to lead us to the promised land. They didn't even think about Zach Wilson is one play away. Four plays into the season, you get Zach Wilson on the field, 
And and I guess, you know, it might have been better if they would have lost that first game to the Bills. I guess the fashion that they st- they stayed in that game, Josh Allen being the turnover machine that he is, kept them alive, and Xavier Gibson says, I'm not giving Zach Wilson a chance to touch this ball. I'm walking this off. Call game. And then it gave you hope, false hope, but it gave you hope. Maybe, maybe Zach can do it. Maybe the defense is good enough. And they were three and three. I don't know. I think I think Joe Douglas, man, he's got to be called to the front. He's got to be called to the front to speak on this. Tired of hearing Rob Sala. Rob Sala talk about, yep, you know, there are two kinds of coaches. Coaches that uh have been fired and, and coaches that will be. Something like that. Bro, what? This guy is dejected. This guy is in the twilight zone. This guy can't get out of the Zach Wilson episode of Black Mirror. Yeah, if Zach clears concussion protocol, he's the guy. But they're going to go with Trevor Simeon. Why was Trevor Simeon the option? Out of all of the guys in the world that you could assign. I I guess Joe Flacco wasn't interested in coming back here. He seems pretty interested in leading the Browns to victory. The Browns, who lost Deshaun Watson, who they gave all the money in the world to. Nick Chubb. they, They lose their starting quarterback and running back. They're most likely headed to the playoffs with Joe Flacco. 38-year-old Joe Flacco gets off the couch. He was in Florham Park. He was with the Jets last year. Beat the Browns with the Jets last year. They defaulted willingly into Zach Wilson. And I remember when I had my take about Aaron Rodgers, it's all about him. You guys don't see it because you're in love with the guy for what? I don't know, four plays. But they didn't go get a, a le- legitimate backup quarterback. Tim Boyle. The fact that Tim Boyle became your quarterback, too, should have made you even more serious about going out and getting an NFL-caliber quarterback because now Tim Boyle is one play away. And you got so wrapped up in the Aaron Rodgers nonsense that you actually bent Zach Wilson with two critical games against the Falcons who you could have beat. The Dolphins you weren't going to beat, but it was a division game where the whole world was watching. You ran Timmy Boyle out there, yo. You really thought Timmy Boyle was going to give you a better shot than Zach Wilson. Knowing what you knew of his NFL career, the the couple starts he had for the Lions, and knowing what you knew from his college career and what you saw in practice every day. Rob Sala was right when he said Zach Wilson gives us the best option to win, but none of us wanted to hear it coming off of the last two seasons of Zach Wilson that we saw. This is criminal. This is insane. It's unfair to Jets fans that they had to watch back-to-back seasons. It's it's unfair to the guys that play on that team, that play on that defense. You guys see Michael Carter getting off? Michael Carter, he got out. He got released. He got waved. Cardinals picked him up. He's making plays against the 49ers. He looks good in the Cardinals' uni. Good for him. And you know what? He's good friends with a lot of those guys in the Jets' locker room. You could tell watching one Jets drive over the last couple years, little Michael Carter was just one of those guys that like was very personable and connected with people. And they let him go. For what? I don't know. You didn't see any other results. Like I, I was saying before the game, oh, Dalvin Cook going back to Miami, he should light it up. Wasn't he thinking about signing with Miami? No, they're all good. They got Raheem Mostert. <laughs> I'm all good. I, I drafted him in fantasy. Man, that was a pick of the year. I'm I'm in the the semifinals of my fantasy league off the back of Raheem Mostert, and he wasn't even my RB one or two. He was my flex. 
I drafted Josh Jacobs and Austin Eckler. Thank God I was able to get Raheem Mostert. 877-337-6666. And yeah, the Jets are going to run it back. If I'm a Jets fan, I'm absolutely sick. I'm disgusted. That that this year, all the hope and promise of this year still got sucked into the Jets curse. Still got absolutely wasted. And, and here we are now. You, you, you went through this charade, this facade of Aaron Rodgers returning this season. And now, no, Trevor Simeon, play the rest of the game. Zach Wilson don't want to play. Put put Brett Rippian in the game. Doesn't matter. And then all offseason, you got to figure out how to absolutely stack this offensive line and get another weapon at receiver for Aaron Rodgers, in which is probably gonna which is probably gonna be a one and done thing. Aaron Rodgers is gonna come back for one year, so he can you know he he wants to come back this year. Oh, that's Rob Sawyer. Aaron wants to play. Shut up, bro. Aaron wants to play. You guys have done enough of what Aaron wants. This time, step up and tell Aaron you'll play in August. Strengthen the muscles in your leg. Strengthen your entire body. Get prepared to play. It's not a guarantee that Joe Douglas, who comes to the front, Joe Douglas, is not a guarantee that Joe Douglas gets his offensive line together. And that was a problem in August when they scrimmaged. Uh, they had the 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 inter-squad scrimmage or the rival team scrimmage or whatever they call it when another NFL team practices with you. The joint practice is the name. Aaron Rodgers, and then we're talking about it then against the Buccaneers. Red flags. That was when Quinn and Williams talking about, I'm getting a sack on every play. Quinn, and stop that. You're not getting a sack on every play. You can't hit the quarterback. They're blowing a play dead. It's practice. But, yeah, they got to fix the whole offensive line before they put Aaron Rodgers out there, and, and there's no point in him coming. Like I heard it on the fan today. Well, what if Aaron Rodgers? Stop already. Just stop. Can we go off of concrete, tangible things? Like, here's something concrete and tangible. The Knicks got to win tonight. The Knicks are figuring out how to continue to compete and be a winning franchise, winning team, and that's different than what they were in the years prior. Mario's on Long Beach, in Long Beach, something like that. What's up, Mario? You're on the fan. <laughs> how you doing, Keith? Good, nice, good. Nice show tonight. You know, no, very nice show tonight. So what, what do you think of your Dallas Cowboys? They had a tough, uh, I, tough they, time of it, they, right? they are what I thought they were. I, the thing about the Dallas Cowboys is I picked them as a kid. I'm loyal to myself. I'll never change, but I hope that they change. I hope that they stop being frauds. I hope that they stop being run by Jerry Jones, who I think is absolutely cursed. So, sure, they're, they're the richest franchise in the sport, biggest fan base, their their home field advantage is that Jerry can grease up the refs and they can they can pack a hundred thousand people into that spaceship that they dropped in Arlington. But when it comes down to it, Dak might win MVP. Doubt it now after the hit that he took this past week. They they're not the upper echelon. They can win twelve games three years in a row. They're not better than the 49ers. They're not better than than a lot of the teams they face. They're they're paper tigers. They're they're pretenders, not contenders. Exactly. You know what? Very interesting. I don't know if you. I think it's going to be Baltimore against uh, San Francisco in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I'm on record saying that like four weeks ago on the fan, and we get that game coming up this week. We actually get Niners Ravens. I think it's on Christmas. Yeah, yeah I think it's so the too. night game. It's the Monday night game. Ravens at Niners. At eight fifteen on Christmas night, I know what I'll be doing at that time. I have a quick question for you. Did you 
see one of the plays being a quarterback you would love that Lamar had. I mean, you look at his numbers, and they don't look like the MVP numbers, but just the plays that he was making. They were breaking it down, and I think it was um, one of the quarterbacks was saying that with his legs, he made like seven plays that allowed him to throw the ball at five or six seconds. And there was one where he was rolling out. The guy wanted to take his head off. He ducked under him. Then he rolled out to the right. The same guy was chasing him, blasted him, and then he threw it downfield 30 yards to Likely, who made the catch. I don't know if you saw that play. It was yeah, I, th- uh, so I drafted Lamar Jackson in all three of my fantasy leagues on purpose. I thought he was going to have a monster year. He'll have a bigger year next year. This is his first year in Todd Munkin's offense, the guy that came from Georgia. He wants to throw the ball first, but what's unique about Lamar Jackson is his speed and his quick twitch ability to extend plays, which in this modern-day NFL, you need to be able to do because these guys coming off the edge are four or five guys. Like, these guys on the interior, their houses like Dexter Lawrence and Quinn and Williams. It's tough to play quarterback with these guys coming to take your head off. But Lamar can look down the field, boop, boop, juke a guy, extend a play, and he doesn't take sacks. He gets positive yards. Like, he, he will get sacked. But, like, what would be a sack for your average quarterback, he's able to scramble and get a first down. He rushed for 97 yards last night. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he makes it look easy. His moves are unbelievable. If you ever get a chance, uh, go on YouTube and look at it. His 10 top runs as college. Unbelievable. Oh, I've been, I mean, on, I've been on him from, from Louisville days. I've been on this kid. He... The fact that he dropped to where he dropped in the NFL draft, I'm like, oh, the Ravens got a steal out of him. He said they're going to get a Super Bowl out of him. This should be the year that he gets there. I mean, from playing, you probably know when you have good moves. I saw like about seven or eight plays where he was running, and he made such a good move that the guy not only tackled him, he made him fall. He's hurling guys. He's juking guys. He, He had a viral moment coming out of high school where he stopped short of the end zone, the guy flew past him, and he was able to just walk three yards into the end zone untouched. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he's incredible. And I, and I and it really gets me mad that some people say, oh, you know what, he can't throw. He, he can throw. Receiver. He's what, he actually had a ton of drops. I mean, there was a game that they lost to the Steelers earlier in the year. Yeah. yeah. Where Mark Andrews dropped one, and Rashad Bateman dropped one, and Nelson Aguilar dropped one. And then even early in the year, Odell Beckham Jr. wasn't effective. Early in the year, Zay Flowers was a rookie figuring it out. So, you know, guys had to get better around him. He lost Mark Andrews. Isaiah Likely is stepping up. Lamar Jackson, he's worth his contract. And I hope this is the year that he's able to get to the Super Bowl and hopefully win it, knock the Niners off. That'd be nice. I can't wait for this game. Right, right. Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate it. I thought you wanted to talk about the Knicks, Mario. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. The Knicks. So <laughs> I just got on that. Yeah, what I wanted to say about the Knicks is, I don't know, Brunson is probably one of the most underrated players that I, I ever saw. I mean, he came from Dallas, and uh, nobody knew he was so good. I mean, he is incredible. This he, guy is like a superstar. Man, he I had mean, a 40-point game in the playoffs when Luka was absent, and I think we all should have read more into that. I think we thought it was an aberration or a one-off game. I think we all should have looked into, like, this is what this guy can do when he's the star, when he's the focal point with the ball in his hands and he doesn't have to defer to Luka. Now, he never made an all-star team, right? Because of his size, they they underestimated him. But he was a dog at Villanova. He was one of the big parts of the reason that, you know, they had that winning culture at Villanova. All those Villanova guys, they looked up to him. Uh, the two of them that the Knicks have now with, with DiVincenzo and Hart and then also even Mikael Bridges and some of those other guys. So, Man, Brunson, 
coming to the Knicks and not being afraid of the garden or the fans or being from this area and like relishing that challenge, I, I think he's going to finish his career in New York. He's exactly what the Knicks needed. They they need another guy with him. I don't know who that guy is going to be, yes. but maybe uh, Mitchell after next year. Maybe Donovan Mitchell and him. Um, but the days of him being underrated, under the radar, th- those are over. I, you know, actually, everybody loved Mitchell. I, I like Brunson better than Mitchell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right? Don't you? Yeah. If we're talking about stars and consistently being able to just, like, take over a game, like, Brunson for me is just so polished. That's why I, was, I mentioned that video with his dad. I'm just like, man, it, it, how good is it to have a dad like that, that coaches – basketball that you're now you know coaches on your team in the NBA but was putting you through the training as a kid when you wanted to quit when you wanted to cry when you hated it yeah dad loved you dad poured into you and now look what you got like you're the you're the starting point guard of the New York Knicks and you're the reason that the Knicks are what they are right now and and the future is bright if they make a couple moves around you you know you know what he reminds me of uh he reminds me a little bit of Luca in terms of like he's always he never goes very fast, but his footwork pace. and the way he spins, he, he plays and, the game at his open. own pace. He's very yeah. polished. When you watch yeah. yes, when you watch his footwork, this is a guy that has repped and drilled uh, those moves and taking those shots thousands of times. He's a master of his craft, right? Like Luca, Luca's the same thing. He doesn't go fast. Luka don't Doncic, don't right? have same, to. Yeah, it's not thing. always uh, you know like uh, you know running dunk man like Giannis out there or. Or Russell Westbrook, or like I'm trying to think of who else used to just be like aggressive and speed. Like baseball is, or baseball, basketball is a game of spacing and finding space on the floor and getting to your shots that you uh, practice so that they're efficient shots. Yeah, Jokic is another one. Slow, he can't jump, and he's great, right? Yeah, don't have to be the fastest guy, don't have to be the strongest guy, biggest guy. J.J. Redick was just with Stephen A. Smith, and he said it, they call those guys hotel lobby all-stars. They look good walking through the hotel lobby, but when you get them on the floor, uh, they're getting blown by. Or they you know, they're, they don't have it on the floor. They don't have the finesse that it takes. They don't have the polish that it takes to play basketball. Yeah, no, no, exactly. And, and I think the Knicks have a bright future. Like you said, one more star, and I think they're uh, they're ready to go. Yeah, maybe this year, maybe the next. Thanks for the call, Mario, but like, I don't know. You guys have been saying it for years. I don't think I don't think the pairing of Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson is is the formula for long term success. Not even R.J. Barrett, but I mean R.J.'s younger. He's the number three overall pick. He's going to be here. Man, they need somebody else. Like I've been saying, they need a shooter. They need somebody where it's like pick your poison. I, I know like Randle and R.J. can shoot, but it's like more of a shooter. Um, it just needs to be A and B. Pick your poison, doesn't matter who it is. Brunson will kill you or this guy. Uh, pick your poison, Brunson is off this night. Well, this guy's going crazy. But, I mean, Brunson needs the ball in his hand, and I would assume whoever that guy is would need the ball too, and there's only one ball. 877-337-6666. And I've got like 20 minutes left. Let's take the break so I can get back to your calls. Keith McPherson on the fan, BRB. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Hey, hey. Hey, 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 let's get it. I only got a couple minutes. Keep McPherson on the fan, KM in the AM. You know, these little quick Monday night quarterbacking episodes after Monday night football. Just coming in and thinking about the week that was and talking about the Jets and the Giants. And it's usually a reality check. You don't really get many victory Mondays. The NFL, I just think it's gotten to the point now. Here we are on the second half of December. Probably lost a couple hundreds or thousands of dollars in FanDuel betting every week. You probably don't have a playoff team in your fantasy league. Your real-life team's not making the playoffs either, and you just get over it. And it's like, all right, man, let's let's push forward. What else we got? I guess I'll watch the Knicks. I guess I'll pick up more Nets games. What about hockey? You guys don't watch hockey? Oh, all right. Matt on Long Island back on the fan. What's up, Matt? Hey, Keith. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, going into tonight's game, I need Tyler Lockett for the game tonight, but that didn't happen, so tough loss for me. You needed – what did you need? Lockett to outscore Jason Myers. Okay, I couldn't hear you. Are you on speaker? No, no, I'm here. Okay, I'm like, you, you came in a little hollow, but yeah, Lock. I mean – A.J. Brown had 56 yards. I know there's a lot of people in fantasy that took him high, probably needed him to score. Yeah, but in fairness, I just want to talk to the Eagles. Listen, I think I know the Cowboys took a loss, but these Eagle teams not the same as last year. We know it. Jalen Hurts is not playing good. Their defense, you let Drew Lock go 95 yards. This Eagle team, and there's no reason why the Giants cannot go in there next Christmas Day. I'm looking Giants are bad and beat the Eagles because right now the Eagles are playing terrible football. I, I, I hate to be this guy, but we got to stop this. We got We got to stop pretending like the Giants are good. No, it's not about pretending. We got really to so stop bad. telling ourselves there's no reason that the Giants can't go in there. When when do the Giants beat the Eagles? When I does mean, that happen? When do they go I'm into not, Lincoln Financial Field? It doesn't matter who it is playing for the Giants. When do they go in there and beat the Eagles? The Eagles are reeling. There's no way in hell they lose four games in a row at home on Christmas in front of their families and friends. We got to stop this on the fan. Thanks for the call, Matt. I just don't have the time. I'm not doing it. I, 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 I listen to the fan every day. I listen all season as our hosts try to talk you guys into just let's just be real, right? 
right? Like, I'm really a fan of the Dallas Cowboys, but I'll never get on this mic and tell you to bet on them. I'll never get on this mic and tell you they're going to the Super Bowl. I, I'm not delusional. The big D stands for big delusional. And I hear a lot of delusional calls and topics, and we got to get to a point where we say, all right, folks, pack it up. That's it with the Jets and Giants for another year. We're on to tankathon.com. Butch is in South Yonkers, next up on the fan in New York. Hey, you're right about that with the Jets and the Giants, man. They they didn't do nothing this year to prove that they got better. They're still like down at the bottom of the pack of the league, you know? Yeah, so why are we believing still? Why are we even talking yeah. about there's no reason that the Giants can't go into Philly and get a win? What? Uh, you think about next year. They don't even win in their division. They can't only beat the yeah. They don't beat Dallas. They don't beat the Eagles. So come on, man. It's cool for Cocoa Puffs on this radio. Say people are crazy every and that week. That offense is mine. Offense is mine, man. Help is wanted, man. They they they're still hiring. Yeah, let's know? talk about it. Right, <laughs> just the matchup against the Saints, the the, the yeah. offensive line of the Giants. They were overmatched. They were manhandled. I'm talking to Rudolph on, on Twitter right now, and he's talking about how he listened to the game and listened to the call of the game. Carl Banks is talking about Justin Pugh just got manhandled. Bob Pop, Papa's talking about, oh, uh, John Michael Schmidt just missed his block. If you think they didn't match up well against the Saints defense, here comes the front of the Eagles defense. It's not going to be sweet. And Tommy DeVito only played a handful of games. He was already sacked 35 times. Come on, you know? Yeah, it's not, it's not, not, uh, it's not realistic. It's not good, man. They, they, they just got to get better, man. And they just got to, you know, do something better for next year because this, this ain't getting it, man. We're tired of losing to the Cowboys, tired of losing to teams like that. And the Jets, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he shouldn't even come back and play. He got nothing to prove this year, you know? Yeah, but this guy is all about himself, his ego. He's so yeah. self-centered. He wants to prove to people that he could come back the fastest from an Achilles tear. For what? What do you get out of that? You he probably get another injury out of that. You probably end up tearing yeah. an ACL after that. Yeah. You know, is it, it, it worth it, though? You know, it's not even No, worth it's it. not worth it. They have to stop him. They have to step in and protect that man from himself and say, listen, Aaron, you're, you're, I don't think any doctors are actually going to really clear him. He's cleared to practice, but there's so many steps. They said he's got to get into 11-on-11 drills, and there's no point. I was saying last week, this guy can't help you. Why is he taking reps away from any quarterback that can play? Why is he intercepting passes? Would he pick off Zach Wilson in practice? What good does that do? They're at practice joking around, messing around, playing games, and that's how you got blank 30 to nothing, and it could have been worse. Definitely, definitely could have been worse, man. But Keith, I enjoyed your show, man. I'll talk to you soon, brother. Appreciate it, Butch. Thanks for calling. You know, just I'm done. I like I, I I've done it all year. We've played this Aaron Rodgers game. I think we started playing this Aaron Rodgers game about a year ago. I think we started playing this Aaron Rodgers game about a year ago because as the season ended. There was talk about Aaron Rodgers coming to the Jets. And uh, I want to say the rumbling started around. So we've been doing this for a whole year. <laughs> like, with the Jets, stop it already. He ain't going to play. Aaron Rodgers is the song that doesn't end. It just goes on and on, my friends. Some Jets fans started singing it, not knowing what it was. 
and they just keep on saying it forever just because. And then on the Giants' side, I don't... The Giants have gone to the playoffs twice in the last 11 years, something like that. Who are we kidding? Like, who are we actually kidding? Oh, the Eagles lost three in a row. Who? Okay. The Eagles lost three in a row to three playoff teams, most likely. The Giants aren't a playoff team this year. I know you you talked yourself into it listening to Evan and whoever else last week. That's all. I don't know why you guys lead these people astray. That's not right, man. Because then when Sunday comes, they're all upset. They got you in their brain. You told me he was better than Daniel Jones. You told me when we were going to the playoffs. I think Tommy did that too. Lugie got on. Lugie, the Giants are making the play. I'm like, Lugie, no. <laughs> no. Don't do it. The Giants lost so many games this season. And the thing is, right, they lost a bunch of games. They had the stretch where they lost to the Niners, the Seahawks, the Dolphins, the Bills. And then you're like, all right, bro, who we drafted? But now you're not going to get one of the top two guys. You might not get Jaden Daniels if the Washington Commanders feel like they want to take him and not keep rolling with, Sam Howe, because they're gonna clean house as well. Then, like, I don't know, I don't know. If you wanna, if you wanna, in your mind, pretend that you're gonna waltz into Lincoln Financial Field on Christmas and beat the Eagles, like you have enough talent to do that, then, then I guess don't let me stop you. But as far as I go with my shows, I got a five hour KM to AM coming up. We're we're not doing it. We're not doing it because it's it's fake. It's not real. I guess I'm. I'm too real sometimes. Too real for my own good. I just want to deal with reality. I know we do a lot of theoretical hoping and wishing and projecting and putting out these takes and these thoughts, but I I, I don't know. I didn't come from that WFAN school of broadcasting. I don't have that in me. I always joke about the NFL because when I hear people talk about the NFL, there's always ifs. Oh, well, if this, if this, well, if Aaron Rodgers didn't get hurt, if... Just just go off of what we actually have, folks. I'm about to pull up the record between the New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's see. Let's go back. They've lost to the Eagles four times in a row. They haven't beaten them since 2021. What makes folks think that they're waltzing into Lincoln Financial Field with those crazy-ass fans on Christmas? They're not. And when you go back to it, there was a stretch between 2016 and 2020. We don't have to continue. I don't have that much time. I don't think that the Eagles lose to the Giants because losing one game to the Giants could swing their chances of winning the division, and they absolutely want to win a division. I don't think the Giants are talented enough. Did you see your defense against the Saints? <laughs> the, you, the, the Saints aren't good. <laughs> and, like, Derek Carr is not good. Before I take my last two calls here, I got six minutes. Like, the fact that they went out there and had their way, 
team stats, total yards, they had about 300 yards, 209 passing, and they didn't really run it up, but you could tell they weren't struggling. Derek Carr went 23 of 28 for three touchdowns. That's his best game all season. They're throwing touchdown passes to Keith Kirkwood from Neptune, um, Jawan Johnson, Jimmy Graham, like, Jimmy Graham, I knew to bet Jimmy Graham. He scored a touchdown three straight weeks. And then when you look at the stats, the kid Brian Brian Breesey from Clemson, he was having a day. Like, the Giants made some of these no-name guys on the Saints defense famous in one day. Carl Granderson got a sack. The Tanu... Kasimwa, Kampasimwa, whatever his name is. I don't even know how to pronounce the dude's name. He had three sacks, throwing up the pinching hands, mocking Tommy DeVito. Like, let's just stop it, folks. I don't know why we can't just call a spade a spade. Tom and Ozone, Ozone Park, you're on the fan. Hey, Keith, how are you? I'm good. Bringing it home. All right. Um, so, uh, yeah, I've been listening to him for a little bit. I'm a longtime uh, fan listener since its inception. Uh, definitely, I want to talk about the Knicks, but um, I just have one quick complaint about, like, over the summer, man, you, you were bashing on the Mets. Like, I know they had a tough year, but you got a lot of Mets fans listening. Tell me, a, tell me an example. To... Give me a time over the summer where I bashed the Mets. Most of, uh, you know, most of the summer I was on I paternity have... leave. <laughs> I was out April, May, into <laughs> oh, June. congratulations. Congrats. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I, get no, the, I, get the rep, I get the rep as the Mets basher. I'm just the Mets truther. Like, I'm going to tell you the truth, and sometimes the truth hurts, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it for the Mets fan <laughs> listening. No, listen, I'm not saying sugarcoat, but, like, you were, cra- like, just not stop harping. I, I had to, like, stop listening, to be honest. Like, yeah, at, at that's the, tough. At those hours. Luckily, we have alternative programming, and there's some people that are going to come <laughs> over on the radio and tell you that the Mets and Steve Cohen are the greatest thing ever, you know? I mean, we're hanging in. But um, anyway, uh, regarding the Knicks, um, yeah, man, uh what a run last year. Uh, we're so close. Um, we definitely need that second guy. Uh, as much as I love Jalen, and I don't want to disparage him at all because he's been a godsend, the first-round pick, uh, you know, for all intents and purposes. Um, but sometimes watching him play D and J- and Randall play, it's just, it's so hard. Like, one-on-one, yeah. like, they're just, like, He's not, he's not exactly the guy that you want to lock on, you know, the other team's best guy. And, uh, not a first-round draft pick by any stretch, but, I mean, for the Knicks, your best, like, free agent signing pickup in a long time. Definitely better than Julius Randle. Oh, yeah. And just um, as far as, like, who else they could get, um, you know, they had mentioned Cat. Uh, I don't know if he's even going to be available, but, like, you know, definitely I would love to have Donovan. Do you think that would be enough? No, nah, you don't want you don't want Carl Please. Anthony Towns. Donovan Mitchell sounds like a good idea because he's from here, but I still think there's another guy out there that we're not even thinking of yet, and the Knicks should be thinking yeah. of him. The Knicks should know that. Thanks for the call, Tom. For the Met fan listening that, like, Keith McPherson isn't your favorite host, that's fine. I'm not your guy, friend. He's not your buddy guy. You know the South Park episode? Like, like I'm not supposed to be your guy. I'm not a Mets fan. I, I never watched the Mets. When I came into WFAN, I understood that I had to start watching the Mets, right? And I just told Tom, I was on paternity leave. I You did not hear me April. You didn't hear me once in May. I came back June 6th. 
And I came back two weeks before the Subway Series. And in June, the Mets did not win a single series. So what was I supposed to do? Tell you, oh, Daniel Vogelback's going to turn it around. At any moment right now, Francisco Lindor is going to start heating up. Oh, don't you worry. These old wash pitchers you have. Like, what? Like, am I supposed to lie? Am I supposed to pretend? I understand the delivery might not be to your liking, but that's okay because I listen to people talk about the Bronx bunters and, and the bronze bombers. I listen to the jokes about the Yankees not being what they used to be all the time, too. There, There's balance here. It's okay. Now, let's see what happens with this whole Yamamoto thing. Do not let him side with the Yankees. Mason is in Seacock. Is my last call of the night. Go for it, Mace. What up, Keith? I'm a big fan. I just want to thank you for all that you and the WFAN family do. Um, but my question is actually about Yamamoto. Uh, if we don't, if the Yankees don't get him, should we pivot towards Snell or Monty? Monty over Snell. Snell never in a Yankee uniform, ever, ever in a million years. Monty reunion, if he wants it, sure. But I, I feel like that's not going to happen. They, they talked about Dylan Cease. Potentially, I don't know. I heard rumblings about Jorge Soler today. The Yankees are in everything, right? Because it's Yankees for clicks. It makes the most sense for any free agent, pitcher, hitter, whatever, to say that the Yankees call, the Yankees are interested, drive the price up for other teams, drive interest up for other teams. But let's not think pivoting right now. Right now, I think it's like, I think that's pretty strong. Yamamoto had a dinner with Steve Cohen and then hit the Yankees up after. Like, let's, let's just double, triple check while I'm around. You know, he doesn't have to go to Hal Steinbrenner's house. He doesn't have to go to, to meet them. But, hey, just while I'm here, let me double, tip, triple check. Um, and we're going to find out soon. I don't think he waits more than – I think once we get to Friday, Joel Wolf, his uh, agent's going to advise him, hey, people are, are shutting down. We don't need this to ruin somebody's uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas. Let's make that, let's make that decision now. Yashinobu Yamamoto, the Yankee. I don't think he's a Yankee, folks. I've been telling you, it's Yamamotani. Why wouldn't he sign with the Dodgers? It makes perfect sense to me to go sign with the Dodgers, but maybe he wants the prestige of the pinstripes and wants to just be the man for the Yankee. I don't know. We're about to find out, though. C-Mac is coming up next. Enjoy his show. Call his show. Support his show. And I think I can put this out here, like... C-Mac and I are doing an afternoon drive show coming up. I won't tell you when. I won't tell you when. But K-Mac and C-Mac on the afternoon drive? Oh, hell no. I don't know if they can handle that. Coming up, Chris McMonigle on the fan. Keep McPherson on the fan. I'm out of here. 5-hour KM to AM at 7 p.m. Bye. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.